Welcome everyone to the Adventures Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Torin, and with me is my co-host, Peyton. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Alright, so what's on the agenda for today for the topics? Um man. Alright, yeah, the news of the week. It's it was a pretty uh it was a pretty packed week. Um let's see, let's start off here uh going off of last week's podcast where we talked about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Legend of the Ten Rings. If you want to listen to that, it's there. Go listen to it. But um, we talked about uh, box office, and Shang-Chi has been doing better than expected, at least in its first weekend. We're recording this before its second weekend. You know, there, the drop-off could be a lot. It could be not a lot. I don't know. But um, its first weekend, it did a lot better than expected. did about $20 million more than it was projected. So... That's great, and a direct uh, effect from that, a couple direct effects from that. Uh, number one, Disney is deciding to keep uh, The Eternals theatrical release only uh, with a 30-day theatrical window, and then it'll go on Disney+. Plus. Also, uh, because of the success of Shang-Chi, um, Venom 2 has been pushed up from October 15th, to October 1st. So Shang-Chi's really uh, boosted confidence in uh, theaters amidst COVID. So Shang-Chi is out and people are now seeing it in IMAX. Uh, and with that, seeing trailers in IMAX, uh, the No Way Home trailer was shown in IMAX theaters. And in that IMAX trailer, it shows that the guy who slams down the files who everyone was expecting to be daredevil is in fact not not daredevil surprise surprise i thought it was obvious that it wasn't him but you know whatever if they were going to show him they would have shown him i think but like you like they showed they showed the guy in the trailer and it just looked like that guy without his jacket (laughs) i was like yeah i feel like if you were to like you know be in the trailer you should have like like a cane or something like that yeah but not only that, um, pe- pe- because of this, people are people are like, aha, so he's not in the movie. I told you so, and stuff like that. Just because he's not in the trailer doesn't mean he's not in the movie. That's true. I mean, they could very well be saving him. He doesn't have to be in any trailers if he's in the movie. You know, it's, it's called, you know, a surprise. I, I, I want to just backtrack to back to Shang-Chi. Um, I'm like looking at the cast right now. I had never never occurred to me, according to Wikipedia at least, that Ben Kingsley is 77 years old. Excuse me. That man's almost I, 80. Yeah, I I didn't even know that. That was just random, but like, bro, I was like, what? He doesn't look like it for sure. He sure does. I mean, he looks good. I would I would have guessed good. like I don't know, 60s. Early to mid sixties, maybe. Yeah, but maybe mid to late sixties. Then, then again, every everyone in that movie looked really well for their age. True, very true. Moving away from Marvel a little bit, Jason Momoa revealed uh, his new stealth suit, is what they're calling it for Aquaman two. It's an Aquaman suit, but like gray, 
and black. Yeah. And I saw some people being like, I can't believe they changed his suit. The last one was perfect. That's he still has that suit. Calm down. He still has the suit. It's just a self suit. He's still he's still gonna have the other one in the movie. Calm down. So people just like freak out over like the smallest things. <laughs> I told like, you it wasn't like, Charlie Cox, so he's not in the movie at all. They're changing exactly. the Aquaman suit. He's not gonna wear the other suit. Like jump to conclusions. Also, like oh, I just want to mention since we're talking about uh, Aquaman suit, I saw the set photo of Patrick Wilson. You know, oh Ocean yes, Master. I forgot about that. Uh, he's looking. Yeah, ripped. he's he's. Yeah, I know. He's he's to be a bum, looking like Oliver Queen, looking like one of Arrow, looking like Tom Hanks and Castaway. <laughs> but I'm I'm excited to see where they go with uh, Aquaman too. I I think with Aquaman, definitely D- DC's good movie in terms of visual effects because I was out of this world for sure yes true although i am not that big of a fan of huge battles it looked pretty good all the underwater stuff i mean i don't like that movie it but it's fun it is it is a fun movie certainly fun for sure um next up we have trailer time it's trailer talk time uh, the Matrix 4 or the Matrix now titled Resurrections trailer came out uh, you know it had everything uh, you know that would be Matrixy, Neo Carrie Moss Trinity uh, Jessica Henwick's in it she looks mm. great I'm very excited to see her you know oh, in things always. not you know being thrown away in Iron Fist <laughs> um, and uh and uh, Yaya Abdul Mateen II. Yes. Who was also maybe in. Maybe Young Morpheus? May- we don't maybe, really young Mor- maybe Young Morpheus or probably Morpheus and Niobe's son. We don't know. Um, Apparently, the movie's but... supposed to be like very meta. I don't know yeah. in what aspect it's very meta. Like, But, but like, I remember old uh, sort of like plot leaks. People were saying like how like the Matrix is the matrix or movies within the matrix something like that i don't know how meta it's gonna get but i still have yet to finish like the second and third matrix movies i finished the first one and i was actually pretty surprised on how long it took me to watch the matrix so i was like wow there's so many like this movie is like heavenly reference across like media right and i'm like wow this is like really really good so i want to see after finishing the second and third one how the fourth one will come into play in terms of like the story and how like you know different it will be in terms of like the past movies definitely so i'm I'm excited about that yeah i've seen all of them uh people trash on the second and third one especially at the time but like I I really like the second one. I think it's really underrated. The third one is definitely the weakest one, but it's yeah. not it's not bad, you know. And it's it's also crazy how well. I mean, the Matrix came out in what ninety nine. Yeah. I mean, I mean it it holds up. It it really it really does. Like, there's definitely some stuff. It's like, well, that obviously could look better, but for nineteen ninety nine, I mean, I mean, it looked oh. great. Oh yeah, for for sure. And like, and I think like overall, like 
the story of the Matrix is like what really like puts into perspective of like people's like minds of like you know self discovery and like control and like conspiracy theories. I like that a lot about the Matrix, Definitely. which I want to see how that dives in more into the fourth movie. So I can't wait for that. I'm gonna get my tickets as soon as they go on sale. Uh, yeah. I, I really can't wait for it. I want to see how everyone is as well, because seems like, uh, you know, for the actors, like you know Keanu Reeves and everyone else, it's, it's gonna look pretty good. Yeah, I really I... want to know what happened to Lawrence Fishburne though. I I forgot what happened, but uh, I Lawrence still wanna... Fishburne, he said he wasn't asked back. So, I mean, the only explanation I could really have is that that guy is playing young Morpheus, or yeah, his son, okay. I guess. But another explanation is in one of the. Uh, Matrix video games Morpheus is actually assassinated and like everything well most uh, uh, stuff that's uh, outside of the movies in other mediums and like shows or video games or comics or whatever it's all canon it's not like Star Wars where they decanonized everything Yeah. so it's possible that Morpheus is dead because he was killed in a video game <laughs> dang well I mean I hope he like you know goes to the premiere or something i mean you don't have to necessarily be in the movie to get to the premiere but well but you know like like we'll we'll see i am just really just really excited to see where this movie goes yeah i'm gonna be a peasant and watch it on hbo max (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i mean it's there it's free i mean i might as well that's true a lot of movies coming out are gonna be on hbo max yeah like all the upcoming movies too so yeah. Um yeah. another trailer that came out. I don't think you've seen this one. It's not I mean if you know what it is then you know what the movie's going to be, but uh the new trailer for the Injustice animated movie that's coming out. I saw I saw that. You did see it. I did see it and It's Injustice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely Injustice. Uh I, I I'm excited to hear the cast like uh Gillian Jacobs as Harley Quinn. I want to know how oh, that's yeah. going to sound like. You better not Brita it. Um, <laughs> I, I can't. Who's who's the rest of the cast? I'm trying to. Isn't like Anson like like Anson? I forgot his last name. Um, no, but it's an interesting cast, um, and I'm excited to see an animated movie based on Injustice. Uh, I hope they really get into the more detailed stuff. Uh, in it because I mean you only get so much in a video game because you gotta play the game. Yeah. Oh yeah, Lord Lord Bailey of course. Right. Lord Anson Mount. That's his name. Yuri Lowenthal's in it. I think he's. I think he's playing Ooh. Flash and Shazam. Oh man, dude, that that actually works for Yuri Lowenthal. 100%. Great, great voice actor. Um, great, great. Let's get into the that PlayStation showcase. Mm, yeah, very I was just exciting. Just so there's a that. there's a few big things that I want to talk about. The first one is a Knights of the Old Republic remake for Ooh. PS5 and PC. That's going to be. I mean, I personally have never played Knights of the Old Republic. I think I played maybe like ten minutes of it because it was backwards compatible on Xbox, and because it's just so old and so not intuitive, I was like I. I don't know what the hell I'm doing <laughs> and I, and I stopped playing it, but uh, I really like the era. I really like the aesthetic 
so I'm I am very excited of of uh, for the new one, and it's a remake. It's not a remaster, so they're definitely going to be taking liberties in terms of gameplay, uh, and that's definitely going to be that's definitely going to be a cop for me. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm excited to see, um, like that that game overall because it's been years since I played it, and I'm gonna get a, my hands on a PS5 soon because, like, that was just a really all the games showcase is really good. They're really good. Yeah, and other than Knights of the Old Republic, uh, very exciting. Uh, no one was expecting it. Insomniac is back, but not with Spider Man. I mean, Spider Man is there, but other than Spider Man, they're doing a freaking Wolverine game. Wolverine, <laughs> I mean, come on! A uh, uh, directed and creative directed by the people behind Spider Man, Miles Morales. So it's in good hands. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know what they're gonna do with it. I mean, I'm excited, but I mean, what's the gameplay gonna be like? I mean, I assume the combat's yeah. probably gonna be Arkham style, because if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. But That's true. whether it's gonna be more linear or open world, or uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I, uh, I was seeing, I was like watching videos and I saw like all the references. Uh, you see on the cast of the register, it says 1974, which is the year date that Wolverine uh, came out. Right. And also, if you see the license plate, it says uh, HLK uh, 181 or something like yeah. that. Yeah, where he fights the Hulk for the first time. Mm, yep. And his first and, true appearance. Yeah, and also, you see it, like, you, you can barely see it, but if you zoom in, there is a Majapur poster. So that might be in Magipore where Wolverine oh. was in. So that's gonna be pretty pretty interesting to see. What if Insomniac is building their own Avengers team? <laughs> They're gonna make their own. Well, like... I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it because um of course the Avengers Towers in New York all yeah. because it's by the Spider Man game. Um, Ooh, imagine a Doctor Strange game. Oh my god. Just Doctor give, Strange game just give all the Marvel games to Insomniac. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh my god, that would be so that would be so incredible. That would, that would be so incredible, but I really I I really can't wait to see the Wolverine game cuz I haven't played Wolverine, a Wolverine game since X-Men Origins Wolverine like back in 2009, I believe. I've never played a Wolverine game. See, like see this is where it would it would hit you cuz I think playing a Wolverine game is just so is is so good. I love it so much. I heard the Origins one was good. Yeah, it's that solid. Was, that's that was. It's definitely different from the actual movie. I didn't play games like, back then when that was <laughs> when that came out. Oh man, that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not now, my fault, though. let's get into Spider Man. Spider Man yeah. Two, twenty twenty three. Yes, Spider Man Two's confirmed for a twenty twenty three release, which. It's like pain that it's two years away, but also that makes it's sense. It's gonna for go the by really fast. Yeah, it's gonna go by really fast. I mean the the first one came out in twenty eighteen, plus the DLCs and stuff. I mean that's like, and then we got we got four year like, or four year development cycle, so that works. Yeah, yeah. So but, we're likely gonna be playing as both Peter yeah. and Miles. Uh, and during the little teaser trailer that we got, the voiceover was from was Craven. Craven. That's exciting. Yes. One of my favorite Spider-Man villains. He's going to be, I imagine, ruthless. Will P. 
Peter Parker die, though? I personally think he won't die. Yeah. Realistically, so. he probably won't die because, you know, they got money to make. <laughs> and it's like Miles yeah. Morales could, 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 you know, carry it. But, I mean, having both of them. Yeah, I don't see them doing that. Only because there is... Because the thing with Spider-Man is that, like, even though there is a Miles Morales and it's kind of like they're doing, like, you know, this, like, their own way of the ultimate run, I personally don't see them, you know, killing off Peter because there's so much more of Peter that we had to experience, you know? True. Even though we did get the Sinister Six in the first Spider-Man, I still feel like we just need a little bit more. Like, imagine, like, Spider-Man 3 with, like, Green Goblin. I mean, like Hobgoblin. Yeah, the, his his. I mean, his rogues gallery is vast. Imagine like a a new, improved, souped up Mysterio in that universe. Oh my God, that would be incredible. Yeah, but spectacular. Even see what I did there. I did see what you did there. <laughs> I'm leaving. Okay, well, podcast <laughs> on everyone. <laughs> um, I mean, besides Craven, though, the big boy, the tease from the last game, freaking Venom. Looking Venom. great, uh, voiced by the legend Tony Todd, because of uh, course he's voiced by Tony Todd. Who else are you gonna get? There's no one else like Tony Todd. Great, great voice. I want that man's voice. All I want is the symbiote suit. I definitely think we're gonna, we're gonna get that. We're definitely gonna get that. I but I want to know how the look of it's gonna be, because uh, I definitely because I definitely know that. Uh, well, people have made like edits, like really good edits and stuff like that. Um, of course, it could just be like uh, a black, you know, black suit with the white uh, spider emblem, of course, or it could be like, you know, kind of like a Spider-Man three, where like it completely changes the emblem entirely. So I want to see how that. I mean, Insomniac's really good at honoring that comic accuracy while doing their own thing. So I imagine yeah. it'll be, I mean, really reminiscent. Of the uh, comic suit, yeah, for sure. From uh, I think it was, yeah, Secret Wars. Yeah, he wore it in Secret Wars, and Back in Black. But oh, uh, dude, I just can't wait. PlayStation people are feasting right now, and mm-hmm. I love. You love to see it. Love to see it. Do we love to see it? <laughs> I mean, I mean, well, I, mean, I, I, mean of course... I finally have a PlayStation, but I mean, exclusivity. Well, yeah, I know some rough. people argue about exclusivity because you know they're like some people argue, oh, you you know you're losing more money if you don't cater to it. But like then again, it's like you can't blame Insomniac because Insomniac made a big deal with PlayStation. No, you definitely can't blame Insomniac. I'm, I'm and, blaming Sony. Yeah, and there's also the thing with like um, Asper Media, the ones who are remaking Kotor, Knights of the Royal Republic. They've made other. Uh, Star Wars remasters. Other Star Wars games, yeah. games in the past. Jedi, uh, Jedi Knight Academy, Republic Commando. They've done like, you know, games like that for Xbox. So I want to know what that's, you know. About. Everything's in good hands, but uh, I just wish things weren't exclusive. That's true. I mean, I got a PlayStation. I mean, I can't complain now. I got a PlayStation, but you know, uh, people are being left out, like I was no, that's for years. True. <laughs> I mean, I can't com- I can't complain because I'm getting mine soon, so I'll be able to join the join the hype train. For reference, listeners, I just finished Spider Man PS4. <laughs> I, I mean, I avoided info about that game like the plague because I knew at some point I'd play it. 
And I finally, I just finished it. I'm pro- I think I'm a quarter way through Miles Morales. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, exclusivity sucks. I would have, I would have played it a long time ago, you know? That's true. I was also like hoping that maybe it would come to PC and I could play it then, but that never happened. Especially, I mean, because well, I guess you could just use a PlayStation controller, but uh, they use the little touch screen thing or whatever on the PS5 controller and like Miles Morales and stuff. Bringing it down, you know, very, we're very excited about Spider-Man 2 and all that, but you know, we got, uh, we have some sad news. Oh, man. Yeah, we're there. Um, for background, since, you know, we're still early into this, Torn and I are very big fans of the voice acting scene, the voice acting community and all that. And uh, no one died, luckily, but we still lost a legend uh in the voice acting community, uh, Tom Kane was forced into an early retirement because uh, earlier, I don't remember if it was this year, I think it was earlier this year, uh, he unfortunately suffered uh, a stroke. And uh, I mean, it's just a horrible lot. Tom Kane is just a legend. Just, I have a very small list of some of the roles he's done. Um, he's been Yoda in a number of Star Wars things, but uh, probably most famously in the Clone Wars series. Uh, he, he's played Admiral Akbar on numerous occasions. He's the narrator in the Clone Wars. He plays Takio Masaki in the Call of Duty Zombies games. Uh, he plays Commissioner Gordon in Arkham Asylum. He, he's Magneto and Wolverine in the X-Men. I mean... This the dude was all over the place, and now, now he can't do it anymore. I know that's it. It really is like sad. Uh, according to one of his family members who posted a uh, update on Facebook, I mean, he has trouble forming words. Uh, he can't get certain words out. I mean, it's 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 really sad stuff. Um, I don't know how possible it is for him to make any kind of recovery at all to get back into it. I don't know if that's possible, but if it isn't, I I really I, I wish him well, man. I really do too. He man deserves the world. I mean, if you've seen any interviews from him, I mean, he just seems like the most kind, down to earth guy and. He just it, it bad stuff happens to good people, kind of thing, you know. Yeah, uh, it's really unfortunate. It's really sad. Uh, you know, I wish the family well. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I don't know what else to say either. But during that post, uh, they made like you know a little positive like note saying how like well he's very good at acting, so he's good at charades. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a but that was a funny note to end on. But yeah, it is so sad, but you know, we wish him the best. Moving on to the topic of today's episode after that downer, um, we're going to be talking about uh, episodes one through five of What If, the 
a Marvel Studios animated television show based off the comics of the same name. I mean, this show, I was very excited about it when it was announced. Uh, Just the concept of what ifs is just intrigues the hell out of me. I I actually like I actually like what ifs as well because it's like it's one of those things to where everyone does like what ifs so it's like it's very it's very perfect to see and it's also like like kind of rewarding and like satisf like you know satisfying to see like your questions of what if like coming to fruition like fruition fruition I just saw that mispronounced <laughs> that uh, into like you know animated form so I think that's really good definitely. Um, what do you think, cause I, it's very, it's very divisive, at least from what I've seen. What do you think about the, the actual animation in the show? Cause I've heard people say that it's like garbage and, and too simple and, and very stiff. And I've seen other people say it's like, like some of the best animation they've seen. <laughs> I think it's really, I think it's really solid animation. Of course it's not like top tier, but it's definitely not like, you know, bottom of the line animation because it's like. With animation, it's definitely like the style you're going for, and I think with Marvel, it nails that that style, especially like with it being part of the MCU. Um, I generally think that people who you know like or not well not like, but they dislike the animation style, like people who watch like other life forms of Marvel media. And not everything is going to be like, you know, kind of like that, that 2D animation type thing. And not everything is going to be like that in a way. Well, not 2D, but it's like, it's not going to be, I got to explain it. Well, like uh, it, Into the Spider-Verse? It's not, it's not going to be like kind of like a, like a cartoon, right? It's not going to be a cartoon. Right. Like animation. It's not going to be like that. And so I, don't, and I have no idea where, they, where people thought that they were going with it in terms of animation. But overall, I think it looks fine. I, yeah, I, like I think it. it I think it looks good too. Uh, there, there was only one moment, uh, specifically in episode four, where I was like, "That looked weird." But other than that, uh, I think I th- I thought it looked great. But um, let's get into the first episode. Uh, Captain Carter. Uh, very exciting. People um, people give this episode a lot of a lot of crap. I feel it's a little bit unwarranted because it's the first episode and not, not like every first episode gets a pass, but like specifically uh, because it's it's the episode that sort of introduces the concept. So it's not all that different. And because it doesn't yeah. take its own storyline, it has to fit like two and a half hours of storytelling in 30 minutes. So, I mean, I mean, you, you can only do so much with that kind of you, thing. You really can. And I don't think it's like, I think it's actually like, I think it's like well done because people were asking about like the, you know, what if like uh, Agent Carter took the super soldier serum? That has been a question for like years. So I think it was actually really cool that the idea like, you know, is in animation form. And it really, it, it was like a really well first episode in my opinion. Definitely. There's really not much you can really do because like, I mean, Captain America, the first Avenger is a kind of like a more, it's not a complex movie. And like, I mean, like, like you said, you can only do so much. So like, I think it was a, I think it was pretty good for yeah. what it was. 
another complaint I've seen is like people saying it doesn't feel like Peggy because she's very brash and very, uh, uh, very aggressive. Whereas they felt they felt like Agent Carter was very sneaky and stuff like that. I mean, I think it's just uh, sort of an effect of the serum. Uh, now that she can be brash and aggressive, she is brash and aggressive. Like she, she can she can do those things now. It's not like she couldn't do it before, but it's like it was beneficial to do it, you know, quietly. But now that she's like not invincible but now that she's like durable and extremely strong she can uh you know go at everything head first but uh um, what did you think what did you think about the voice acting the voice acting was see the thing is like i it's of course they're not getting everyone back i think sometimes it sounds like really really well and then at times it's like eh, it's kind of kind of off yeah i thought uh Haley atwell did a, a great job i thought a uh, dominic cooper did pretty good it was sebastian stan yeah, sebastian Lord. stan was off i don't know what was going on <laughs> but like <laughs> like uh, i mean I, yeah when like peggy like broke him out just i, I don't know he just he just sounded i don't know if that's just if that was him or if it was the voice direction because it's like it was it was pretty much just him when he was like, oh, you, you almost ripped my arm off. <laughs> or like, <Yeah. laughs> or, or like when, uh, when Steve flies in the, in the Hydra stopper, he's like, Rogers. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Some kind of just felt so off. Uh, I love Sebastian Stan, but I, I don't know what happened there. Um, speaking about the first episode, I don't know if it's just me, but, I'm not saying it's a missed opportunity, but I would like to see where, where they went with this. What they should have let Steve, you know, like fall off like the train. What if what if Steve Rogers becomes the Winter Soldier? Yeah, I thought they I, were, I thought that. they might have done that, but then yeah, obviously he came back. At the I end. mean, I think I'll, it's I'll because I think it's because it's this universe is gonna be. I don't I don't know about thrown away, but they're not gonna. I doubt they're gonna come back to this universe. We know Captain Carter's yeah. gonna come back but we don't know in what capacity because we know multiple characters from each of these episodes are going to come back. And my theory is there's going to be some big multiversal threat and the Watchers is going to pluck these characters like Star-Lord T'Challa, uh, Captain Carter, Doctor Strange Supreme out of their own respective universes and, you know, put them together in another universe uh, because, I mean, we know that they're all not interconnected. So if Captain yeah. Carter is plucked out of her own universe, then it won't matter if Steve is the Winter Soldier because he's not going to show up again. That's true. Uh, I mean, I have really nothing else to say about the episode, but I think it was really cool uh, to see like the champion of Hydra, like the, the big octopus-looking thing. Bro, that's Shumagorath, though. That's Shumagorath? That's Shumagorath. I... I, don't think that, I don't think that's Shumagorath. I think it is. Personally, Shumagorath has to be. He needs to be seen. I don't like it. I don't like it. Bro, he was seen. You saw his tentacles. The tentacles, but Shumagorath has a whole ass eye, bro. How'd he has you, a whole um, eye. How do you feel about those tentacles? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was I wasn't faced by it. It was it was pretty cool <laughs> to see. 
see now. I imagine, I, I imagine they, they came out of the portal. You're like, oh no. <laughs> well, I mean, I was like that. I was like, oh man, but like, see, but now if I'm starting to see like a head, and then I'm like, oh new. Oh, it's little, it's little beak thing. Oh yeah, but if I started like, I mean, I, I, mean, I saw the mouth. I, that was like, that was fine with me. But like I said, this starts like. Like it starts like pouring out and it's like a whole like octopus, bro. I'm turning off my TV, bro. <laughs> I can't stand this. Oh no. Um, let's move on to episode two. Uh, probably my second uh, favorite episode. Uh, it was so nice hearing Chadwick Boseman again. Uh, I know it really was. But like his whole vibe in this episode, how he was. Uh, a lot more um he's a lot more enthusiastic yeah he was yeah a lot more enthusiastic uh it was just infectious it really I, was. like i was smiling the entire episode he just he was it was just so it was so fun um i don't i i remember uh in the trailer when yondu was speaking i didn't think it was michael rooker i was like that doesn't sound like michael rooker but it is michael rooker <laughs> I feel like people's voices in these uh, episodes sound slightly different than they do in the movies, even though, even if they are the same actor. Yeah. I think oh, it has to do with, like, ADR recording and stuff like that. Probably. You know, you know what we forgot to talk about? Freaking Josh Keaton as Steve Rogers. Oh, yeah, that's true. He did a great job. He really did. Like, I bet if you, if you showed that to... Uh, a casual they probably would have assumed that it was Chris Evans like he wasn't doing an impression he was definitely doing his own thing but like I mean he got like the Kate he got the vibe of Chris Evans's Steve Rogers down yeah but no we got Spider-Man as you know Steve Rogers pretty dope they could have got Spider-Man as Spider-Man but then they got a different actor for Spider-Man yeah Although that actor did a really good job, <laughs> um, sure. but anyway, uh, yeah, I didn't realize, or I didn't think Yondu sounded like, or Michael Rooker sounded like Yondu in that episode. I, he, he did it. It did grow on me. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that does sound like Michael Rooker. But initially, I was like, that doesn't, that doesn't sound like him. But uh, I thought it was really fun. The you know uh, juxtaposition between T'Challa, Star Lord, and uh, um. Peter Quill's Star Lord, and um, how uh, Digimon Hansu's char- character is very is a very big fan of T'Challa, but you know, yeah. obviously doesn't know who who uh, I know. Uh, Quill is. That's sure. Which 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 is it was nice to see, and it was nice to see him part of the team in some way. It was pretty cool. Definitely, um, man. That I mean, that episode was just fun i'm trying i'm trying to think of of uh how it went um i mean thanos was obviously a big surprise yeah right did you did you see josh brolin's name in the credits or did you I did see, see it see i didn't see it because i skipped the intro so oh, bro. so when thanos I... showed up i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's Thanos. yeah no I never, I never skip the intros when it comes to what if because I want to see like who's in it. That's exactly why I skip the intros. Because <laughs> I, because exactly because of that that reason, I was like, I don't want to see who's in this. Because I, the, the, I mean, the castle is at the end anyway. 
but I don't want any uh, surprises spoiled for me. But in the third episode, they did the smart thing and didn't spoil the surprise in the credits. Um, Not sure. But, I mean, Thanos is really cool in the second episode. It was really it was also really fun seeing un, almost unaltered Nebula. Oh, yeah. Who's blonde, apparently. Yeah, she is blonde. It was pretty cool. But what was with that romantic tension between Nebula and T'Challa? Huh? Mm, I, I know. I sounds like a you know little, little history or something like that. I mean, chemistry. I'd want to see it. That's true. I mm, yeah, that'd be pretty cool too. But you know, what was <laughs> we'll what the, you, the collector? Had... The collector was like super super buff he was super buff and his vibe was different because obviously because now he has all this power he doesn't have to be all like weird and squirrely i know uh i mean he was why was he so buff though <laughs> what what what, I mean, what looks, made him so I mean, huge i mean it looks good that he's buff though it looks good definitely and uh, Benicio del Toro was back to voice the collector. He did a great job. Everyone in that episode was really good. I didn't. I didn't have any issues with anyone. Um, yeah, every, that was a really good episode. I liked it a lot. Fred Tatashore, Tatashore, Tatashore. I'm pretty sure it's Tatashore. Anyway, Fred Tatashore played Drax in that episode because uh, apparently Dave Bautista wasn't asked or whatever. That's a whole thing. But like. He did a he did a great job. <laughs> I thought he I thought he sounded just like Dave Bautista. I actually I actually didn't even notice it was because the, that's the thing that's the thing about like voice acting, which is really cool because like you never really know like who's there and like who isn't there. Like it, it, it's just, it's really good voice acting. I would never really I, I I didn't think it would be Dave Bautista. If that makes sense, right? Um. Is there anything else about that episode? I mean, uh, I mean, oh yeah, I, um, people were complaining, and I think it's a pretty fair complaint. Uh, Yondu got off really easy for lying to T'Challa about Wakanda being yeah, destroyed. He, he was did. like, he was like, he was mad for a second, and then he was like, "Yeah, we're good." Like, I mean, I was lost, you found me. And I was like, "Yeah, but like, you could have came home like a decade ago." <laughs> That's true. He was like, he was like, all right, Yandu, I want to go home now. And he's like, yeah, well, um, about that. I don't know about you, but the third episode, I wasn't a huge fan of. And I don't know why. Like, I, I, I liked the ending. But something, something, I don't, I don't know, something about that episode was just wasn't, wasn't clicking with me like uh, like the Avengers dying and whatever and I was like I was like that's I was like that's oh, fine are you, are you talking about episode 3 of Fury's big week yeah I think it was a it was a it was a solid episode I didn't really like I didn't love it or hate it I don't I, I don't, think I don't know what it was I wish I really wish I could pinpoint what it is about that episode that I wasn't a huge fan of I love the ending. Once it got to the end, I was like, this is great. I love this. But, like, everything before that, I was like, I wasn't feeling as much, and I don't know why. I guess it was, like, how, like, how everyone was die- dying, like, really, really quick like that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It felt like something I'd write. 
<laughs> which I mean, it's like mm. no offense to the writers or whatever but like I don't know if it felt like something I'd, I'd write you've read some of my writing I don't know yeah I mean it's like this I person think... dies because why not I think it was I think it was a it was a it was an okay episode. It was a good it was a good episode. I don't want to I don't want to make it sound like I think it's a bad episode, but I don't know something about it. Um, Michael Douglas though, Michael Douglas was really good in that one. Fantastic performance. He seems like well, I I would not have guessed if you told me that Michael Douglas was or um, if Hank Pym was in this episode, I'd be like, it's probably not Michael Douglas, and even if it is, it's going to be like a really phoned in performance. But yeah. nah, he, he he killed it. He's he's. Uh, I think he arguably maybe has the best performance in any of the any of these episodes. Maybe Benedict Cumberbatch did better. Um, but like, man, <laughs> what's like? I figured out it was Hank Pym, and then yeah, Michael Douglas just brought it. He just seems like he just seems like the kind of guy who's like this kind of stuff is like beneath me sort of thing mm. but I, I mean he, he, he proved me wrong I mean <laughs> he killed it bro bro oh yeah that is, that's not the only thing he killed though bro why you gotta <laughs> why you gotta do that <laughs> too soon too soon man <laughs> too soon but no, but when did you but, when did you figure what? when did you figure out it was Hank Pym um Right around like when, when like Black Widow, like was like was trying to like, call Nick Fury. That's when I figured it out. What when she was like, "It's all about hope" or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, actually, actually no, yeah. When they, yeah, when they, actually, yeah, it was around that time. I was like, "Okay, yeah." That's that's when I knew it was uh, Ant Man or Hank Pym in a way. And it yeah, was she cool. Was, she was like getting beat up by an invisible guy. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what? And then I was like, it makes a lot of sense. Because like, because I remember the rule from Ant Man is that like once you're smaller, you can like do the same like effects as if you were like right. a regular human. So that kind of made it made a lot more sense. But dude, it, I it is so funny because like Nick Fury fighting Hank Pym and pimp slapping him is the most Samuel L. Jackson thing ever. True. Right. I mean, technically, it wasn't him. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, Nick. Nick I'm just saying, Nick Fury. Yeah, still like, having him do it yeah. though. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think I figured it out until the grave shot where it said Hope Van Dyne. I was like, Yeah. Okay. I was like, Is it Hank Pym? Oh my god. It was nice seeing him in the yellow jacket suit too. That was pretty cool. Definitely, he was looking like an insane person. When did you? When did you realize who? Uh, it was actually Loki and not Nick Fury. It was Loki and not Nick Fury. Um, I I knew it right away. I well not not right away, but I knew it whenever like he started like you know, like teleporting in a way. I was like, oh yeah, that's Loki. Wait, when, that's he, Loki. when he started blocking, I was like, like doing Nick all those Fury like block. like no not not even that. But like earlier in the episode when Black Widow broke out of the the truck, she was like doing these like super super speedy punches, and I was like. I was like, "What the? F- <laughs> like, what? What is that?" So I was like, "So I was like, okay, it's animation, obviously. You know, everything's gonna be, you know, heightened." So I was like, "So I, I didn't think the blocks were that out of the ordinary." But then he did that flip. 
Oh yeah, the flip. and I was like, I was like, oh, it's Loki, <laughs> or maybe, maybe it wasn't the flip because he because because um, Hank Pym was all like, like, did you even care about him? And then Nick Fury was like, I didn't give a damn about any of them. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, that's not right. It was such a good episode, but the way, but what killed me that episode that killed me was Hulk, dude. That that hurt me. That hurt. I laughed. Why would you laugh at that? Because he inflates like a balloon. And just, but that's that's messed up, and bro. Just, like, just pops. He just he just <laughs> literally just exploded into green gas. That yeah. hurts me. <laughs> but that is why is it green gas? Bro, it could have been like I like I get like it's like it's a it's a it's a kids show and like obviously it has to be PG thirteen. But it could have been. I mean, he inflates like a balloon and just pops into gas. <laughs> It could have been hey. a bit more than that. I thought it. I just That's thought it true. looked kind of ridiculous. Hey, well, look, it's okay. It, it happens. No, it doesn't. But it doesn't it happens, happen, bro. I should have been in charge of the animation. <laughs> they they need you, huh? They do need me. <laughs> but let's get into episode four, the Doctor worst episode Strange. of the series. Shut up, bro! What are you talking <laughs> just, about? I'm just kidding. Freaking Doctor Strange Supreme. What well, it kept, what kept, was in my mind a lot. I just kept thinking about Black Priest Doctor Strange because that is, that's like the most powerful version of Doctor Strange, in my opinion. Um, I was just thinking of Doctor Strange, but evil. Well, okay, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but it was nice to see, um, nice to see Christine again. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I didn't realize that was Rachel McAdams. Like, I was like, I was like, oh, they didn't. They probably didn't get Rachel McAdams for this. But no, it's Rachel McAdams. I think everyone yeah. in that episode is who they Back. are. Yeah. Except, uh, except, uh, what's his name? The the new guy. Yeah. Kagayoshi dude. Yeah. I can't. I can't, I, I can't remember his name either. But obviously, he's a new character. So obviously, he's not played by any yeah. established actor. But, but um. Yeah, I mean, so the episode, you know, starts out essentially just explaining the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. Except Christine, Christine actually accepts to go to the event with Strange instead of bailing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see, I see, I'm seeing a lot of people be like, um, "Well, why is this the ap- the the absolute point in this universe?" but not in the other universe. I think it's simply because, well, and I see people like explain it away. Well, because it's in a different universe, but I think really it's because what makes this a different universe is because Christine actually decided to go with him. If she didn't decide to go with him, then that wouldn't be the absolute point. Yeah. Because like, yeah, that's the thing with it was like, what if is that like in that universe is essentially the same timeline but just different like point like different points of like different things with like, different characters right her decision created the absolute point so her yeah, exactly. decision she killed herself <laughs> essentially yeah yeah she, she became a fixed point in time so like nothing like you know like nothing he could do whatever fix that and of course Dr. Strange didn't understand it but it was yeah. it was actually cool to see like you know Dr. Strange you know actually becoming bad because that's actually like Doctor Strange like 
he is very egotistical and he wants power. Not our Doctor Strange, of course, because he he has a limit to himself. But well, I Doctor Strange overall. I mean, look, I think I mean, he, he wants he would he he does want to be evil, but he I mean he wants he wants yeah, to be he, able he, to do stuff that most people can't. Well, of course, cough, cough, no way home. Okay, yeah, of course, but yeah, he doesn't want unless to, it's Mephisto. Oh my god, they're not bringing Mephisto, bro. <laughs> But I think that was a. I think it was a. I it was one of the more depressing episodes. It was definitely one because, of the most, more depressing episodes. My God, dude, he, he literally was there, like all alone. Man, really destroyed a universe for, for a girl. But Major yeah, simp. But, so it's like after Dormammu and all that, and like yeah. Strange is like by himself, and Wong's like, "Hey, bro, I'm gonna make some tea. Like, you better come with me before you you do something stupid." And Strange like. I'm gonna do something stupid, <laughs> so yeah, he goes no. back, goes back in time, and obviously he does that really depressing death loop of Christine dying. Yeah, and she dies like in certain like certain ways too. It's really messed up. Yeah, and then like she gets like shot, blown up, everything, heart attack. It's, really, it's like oh my god. So the ancient one intercepts with him, and she's all like, "What?" <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> you, you gotta, like, you, you gotta chill. Like, like, you, like, this is an absolute point in time. Speaking of that, actually, when one of the head writers said um, they should have called it a nexus point in time because of Loki, mm-hmm. but the Loki scripts weren't done when they were making these episodes. So it's like, should we call it a nexus point technically in canon? Yeah. But like, yeah, so she's like, this is an absolute point in time and you can't change that. And Strange's like, bet. <laughs> and so <laughs> and so he goes he goes back and he goes to um back then the Kagliosho library. Yeah, whatever that place is. Uh yeah, the library of Kagliosho or whatever. But in doing so, you know, Ancient One shoots her little kung fu beams at him and splits him into two timelines. And Strange is all like, you know, trying to figure this stuff out. And he's just like casually sucking things, souls out. <laughs> I thought it was really funny how he, like, he starts out with the, or he technically starts out with the tentacle boy and gets destroyed. Actually, that that was the point I was talking about earlier, how that was the, uh, about the animation looking weird. Strange's face looks just off. Yeah. Something about his mouth looked weird. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like after he gets decimated by tentacle tentacle man, he he's, he starts out with a gnome and he sucks mm. its soul out. And he he just pauses and he's like, all right, what's next? <laughs> just like, he's not phased by it at all. He's just like, let's move on. Like, um, he gets his cape from a roach thing. Some bug. Yeah, I know. He's like, he's like, thanks for the cape, but uh, I don't do bugs. <laughs> this is uh, this is not for me. And then that's funny. And so he's going through all like all these uh, creatures or whatever, and then he sucks up Tentacle Man again. Tentacle Man. Uh, and then we go to Good Strange because uh, Strange Supreme feels like he's, you know 
almost ready, but uh, my my guy's dying over here, and he's like, "Bray, you're like, yeah, I know. you're like not the only strange, you idiot. Like, you gotta you gotta fix your you gotta fix your stuff." And he's like, "What?" And <laughs> so we go back to Good Strange, and he's like, and Wong's like, "I'm gonna make some tea. You better join me before you do something stupid." And Strange's like, "You're right." You're right. <laughs> and so, so I mean, he goes with Wong or whatever. But then the ancient one comes comes out, and she's all like an apparition or whatever. And she's explained what she is, even though she's dead or whatever. It doesn't really matter. Uh, but she's all like, "Listen, there's a bad version of you, and he's coming, and you gotta you gotta handle this." And he's like, "What?" And he's like, and she's like, "All right, bye." <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, and so it's crazy. And so Strange is all like, I, I, you know, I got to fix this. And then Strange Supreme teleports him to where he is. And he's like, listen, man, I, we both want Christine, right? So just, you know, let me suck your soul. <laughs> <laughs> and everything will be cool. You know, we get Christine back. And Strange is like, no. Nah. <laughs> I'm like, good. Like, he's like, like, why would I do that? It was, I, th- I thought it was very reminiscent of, the Doctor Strange movie when Cassilius is trying to explain to him everything and Strange is like what? No, no just look at your face bro like look at your eyes <laughs> like, you, look, you look crazy like no thank you and um, it's so strange obviously there's that big uh, fight you know Strange v Strange Cloak v Cloak which was really fun Um, and Strange you know Strange Supreme Evil Strange wins was oh 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 my god uh, i completely uh went over it but strange supreme heard the watcher yeah he did he did how crazy and then, is well, that the, the, the watcher he was even like bro like you know like i'm not a god and neither are you and i'm like damn i was like holy like, er- and like earlier in the episode he's like i could intervene but like this dude yeah, <laughs> I, like this this dude wouldn't listen anyway. I mean, this dude's kind of an ass, so like I think I'm good. And Strange is like, what? <laughs> I know. Well, what was that? <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So he sucks up good Strange's soul, and he he tries to fix Christine or whatever. And obviously that doesn't work out. And the Watcher's like, or Strange is like, hey you, Watcher guy. And Watcher's like, what? He's like do something about this and watch and the watcher's like listen man uh, listen like you got yourself into this i'm not going to do anything because i mean that's my whole deal i don't do anything so you're on your own and you're not powerful enough to stop this so yeah you're screwed (laughs) and so strange like it's you know he's in this little pocket dimension thing or whatever i don't know and he's like saying i'm sorry to christine christine which I thought was devastating was like, what did you do? And fades yeah, away. And I was like, man, that's, that's rough. It's really, really rough. But I mean, play super games, win super prizes. That was just a great episode. That was, that was great. It was so good. I remember when I stayed up for it, I was just, the episode ended and I was just like, Pain. <laughs> pain. pain just pain <laughs> life is pain man but uh i would love to see that version of strange we're gonna see him back in uh, future episodes anyway unless they're doing the whole like trailer misdirect thing that they like to do 
Um, yeah. But I would love to see this version of Strange in live action. Maybe a Multiverse of Madness. I mean, I, I've been hearing that rumor that he's going to show up in Multiverse of Madness. But... Same with Captain Carter. Oh, my God. Yeah. And now let's talk about episode five, the what if zombies. Yeah, I was joking before about episode four being the worst of the series. This is the worst of the series. You think so? No. Uh, I think number three is probably my least favorite. But the first one is probably the worst, objectively speaking. Not bad, obviously. Just probably the worst out of the five so far. Okay. Just because of just you know having to fit in all that story in thirty minutes. I mean, it's not it's not going to be when you're telling your own self self contained story. I mean, it's just not going to be as good. But this one, I don't know. I I really like this one. I like to you start do. off by saying, but there's always a but. Uh, it really left me wanting more. Yeah, which, I, I, okay, yeah, I agree with that because also, like, I'm just gonna say, like, just it's just the ending, like, it felt really, it was so abrupt, like, like yeah, abrupt and like a little bit anticlimactic in a way. Yeah, like, like Peter and T'Challa and and uh, Ant Man were all were all like, all right, let's go, uh, let's go get this cure, and then they died. Yeah, they pretty much died. <laughs> God, like I'm like, come on, bro. Ooh, there's hope. Like, and bro. Thanos was there. End of the universe. Like, come on. Oh yeah, the, oh yeah, there is hope, all right. Dang. <laughs> wow. You got the oh, whole squad God. laughing. <laughs> oh man, dude, that sucks. Yeah, but, but like, okay, so the fact that the zombie virus came from Janet. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. Which was man, he should how? Um, how? Okay, I'm gonna say this. I mean, like, of course, like we know. So, in the quantum realm, right? In the quantum realm, there is a there is a virus that went in there. How the virus got into the quantum realm? I am going to assume that. It just mutated over time. Like there was already like something in there that just like didn't go right within the within the quantum realm, and it just like fungus from the Last of Us. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, collided universes. Um, it it would be very interesting to see how that came. I, that's that's my thought process right now. Like something like mutated within the quantum realm. That's what I'm thinking. Because then again, she was she was in there for thirty years, so something must have happened. True. But yeah, that's gotta but, be tough. Imagine being Hank in that moment, <laughs> dude. That oh my god. And like, what's what's also scary is that like, with Marvel zombies, like they keep their intelligence and they kept everything. So it's like, although they were less intelligent in this than compared to the comics, like like it, yeah, just, in, the, in the comics they could like talk. Yeah, of course. But it's, it's still like, it's still impressive in a way that they're zombies and still and able to like do that and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But um, I think overall it was a good episode. I really, I really liked what they did with uh, Spider Man in this one, and everyone seems to love it because of yeah. one thing. The one thing, oh. and nothing else. <laughs> oh my god! They mentioned they mentioned Uncle Ben. <laughs> this is the best Spider Man so far. I'm like, okay, buddy, calm down. <laughs> you're still you're still gonna buy you're still gonna buy tickets to No Way Home. So shut up. 
Yeah, but, but I'm only watching No Way Home for Tobey Maguire, so, you know. Yeah, they're going to be, be real disappointed if he ain't in the movie. I know he is, but... Yeah, I hope he dies. Um... <laughs> Menace. Uh, but yeah, it felt really anticlimactic. Uh, <laughs> it was really... I thought it was really funny how the Avengers show up and then they just get zombified immediately. <laughs> I know, dude. That was crazy. Bro, uh, I didn't, oh, I, I, it, it hit me now. Well, not now, but like at the time during watching the uh, episode. But, uh, David, I can't even pronounce his last name. Yeah, I don't know his last name either. Polka Dot Man. Yeah, Polka Dot Man. It, it was nice seeing him. It was it nice seeing him. It made me happy. Because, cause like, it hit me when it was like, Bobby Yaka. I was like, oh! <laughs> He said the thing. He said the thing with the movie. Yeah, I think like, like he said it. And then, dude, it was, it was crazy at the end with the uh, Scarlet Witch. And he's like, Baba Yaga. And I was like, ah, no. <laughs> uh, you know the awesome. MVP of this episode? Who? Paul Rudd. I, I was thinking about it, too. He was hilarious. Well, Guardian love you also. That was so. Uh, that was funny. He's just like, I'm ahead. Yeah. I'm ahead in the jar. <laughs> Look at me. I'm. <laughs> yeah, no. I thought. I thought he died in the beginning. I was like, oh, I'm glad they kept him. I'm glad they kept him alive. Yeah, very Futurama. Um, yeah, very. But yeah, Peter. Peter in this episode was really the actor they got. Uh, Hudson Thames. He was really good. He, he was doing a really good Tom Holland. I know, right? Um, Sebastian Stan was in this one again. Yeah, of course. It was it was nice seeing him again. A better vocal performance? It was better. A little bit better. It was a little bit better. Still kind of weird. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Sebastian Stan. I I feel kind of bad for, you know, ragging on him, but I mean I just, I think I think like I think for like live action in your sense, he translates way better to live action than yeah. with like ADR recordings. Maybe he just doesn't typing. he's not experienced with uh, Maybe. voiceover um yeah. i didn't realize that uh two two people i didn't realize that they were the actual actors um emily van camp agent 13 i didn't realize oh yeah i didn't realize that was her and yeah, Sharon carter evangeline lily yeah i didn't realize that i was... didn't realize that was her either i was like did, did you skip the credits uh i yeah i, uh, I did oh, skip yeah. the credits yeah 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 <laughs> dude you want to know what's crazy? Okay, here's the thing. So I was watching well, on the day of watching What If, and like when Wanda showed up, I was about to like attack like Bucky with that that you know that fucking door. My power went out. I was like, bruh. That's when. Oh, what man. the hell? But I saw. I finished it on my phone though. I finished it on my phone. I always watch it on my phone. That that, that was crazy. So I was like watching on my TV. Things were getting good, and then. It's like what the fuck? That's, it's like bro. what, like five minutes before the episode ends. Yeah, you come on, bro. But but when I was all watching it on my phone, I was like, oh my god, because you see at the end, well, you know, with Thanos really, with the Infinity Gauntlet. I really like. I was like, what the? I really would have liked to have seen that. Yeah, ma- imagine like, like like kind of like a extended scene of like. Yeah. Just, oh my god, it it really was. I really did want more. I really wanted to see like what they would have done I guess they could always come back but because we've already seen the bulk of what happened before I mean what's there they're to... probably dead yeah uh, you know what I did think about during during the episode I was like all this zombie stuff 
is happening. Meanwhile, the Guardians and Thor are <laughs> chilling off in space. That's true. <laughs> they have no idea what's going on. <laughs> That's true, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That's Why crazy. did Vision kill himself? Did he really need to kill himself? He could have went with them and then killed himself. That's true. Because he's practically gave him the Mind Stone, too, if you think about it. Yeah. But, I mean, Vision's still a simp, too, because he was really protecting Wanda. T'Challa was a surprise. Yeah, it was. Like, I was like, oh, my God, this it, man's food. Because they're, yeah, because, yeah, yeah, reminded me of, uh, what Hank Pym did to him in the comics. Yeah. Because Hank Pym did the same thing. Him and it was, was like, yeah, it was eating him as he was <laughs> doing experiments on him, bro. I was like, what the hell? That sucks. It does suck. You, you get captured only to get tortured and eaten. Yeah, because when, when Vision showed up, I was like, wait a minute. Where's where's Wanda? And then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh. He totally he totally has her locked up. Yeah, they did. I freaking Bucky was like going in like on some like Resident Evil like type thing what, and a, you what see a white your... thing to do he was like I'm gonna go off on my own I'm like come on bro you're better than hey, this but dude. hey but dude look he has a vibranium shield like that's gonna do anything hey well, at the, well in we the actually, universe we actually never saw what happened to him Scarlet Witch just threw him and we never see him again yeah sure so he, he could be still alive yeah Ten, uh, uh, theoretically Hope's death was sad I know, dude. The freaking zombies, like on her mask and things like yeah. that, bro. And Peter, dude, yeah. Peter and Hope's relationship was unexpected. I was like, this That's is. True. I was like, this is nice. I like this. Dude, you want you want to know like what you want to know? What I thought she was gonna do at first. She grew into like you know like the giant stuff. I thought she was just gonna plop on the on the floor, kill all the zombies. I mean, she I mean she, she could, technically she did do that, been. but that would have been beneficial. But, she did the uh, the parallel to civil war where yeah. ant-man grew and then grabbed the grabbed war machine and she grabbed the yeah. ship i um, also think it was really nice seeing the cape uh dark strange cape onto uh peter that was pretty cool yeah that was cool uh, short-lived uh, though i, I thought it was gonna be i thought it was gonna have it longer yeah but i think i think i think the biggest reason why this episode well i guess it wasn't i think it was the shortest episode but it wasn't like incredibly short but like apparently in like uh sony's contract you like marvel can't use spider-man if it's over 30 minutes or something like that sony sony because they have the right because because obviously marvel can do whatever they want in like their cartoons or whatever so sony sony if you're hearing this just know i will find you i'm just kidding i'm kidding (laughs) But I mean, I I I like I liked it. It was really good. It was nice seeing everyone kind of get their own bit of action, their own little bit of references to their like the movies and stuff. Um, nice seeing you know, zombified like Clint Falcon, uh, Captain America <laughs> get freaking when a when a Koya sliced. sliced Falcon in half. Bucky was like, yeah, I was like, I was I was like, like oh, that, and I Bucky was like. I should feel bad, but I don't. <laughs> yeah. Very, very, very uh Winter Soldier like to Falcon. I like that a lot. Um, I feel like a lot of uh these what ifs are sort of like testing grounds to see what 
they can do in the future, maybe expand on or maybe bring in a live action. They're like, let's see how the audience reacts to this. And then yeah, we'll see what we'll, uh, what we can do in the future. But I, I think, I think maybe like its own, uh, I, I doubt they do it, but like its own Disney plus series, Marvel zombies. Yeah. And like maybe live action. It may be too gruesome for live action, but maybe it's even its own animated series. I think that'd be really cool. That would be really cool. Cause I man, enjoy that I, I think it's, I th- it, this episode was, is one of my least favorites, but it's only because it felt short lived. That's true. If it kept going, I would have been like, this is incredible. Like, <laughs> this is amazing. I'm excited for the next episode of what if I'm not, we don't Part- know what it is yet. Party it, Thor. But is it party Thor? Um, I mean, there, I mean, the, the, what if episode being leaked, Let's yeah. Oh, so it is Party Thor. Uh, let me check and see right now. Wow. So it's either it's either Party Thor or Tony Stark and Killmonger. Oh yeah, it could be one of those. Because according to this one, it says uh, Marvel Zombies was episode seven, but that's not it at all. But we'll see. I overall, it, it's actually be a really nice dynamic if we see Tony Stark and Killmonger. That would be really cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. We definitely need more Killmonger action. Definitely need more sure. Killmonger. Michael B. Jordan is back, right? I'm pretty sure that was confirmed. I think so. Yeah. I think so, yeah. No RDJ, though. No RDJ. No RDJ. Too expensive. Too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What I'm he's like, he's like, you want to do a couple of these uh, what-if episodes? RDJ is like, sure, for $10 million. <laughs> for $10 million. I mean, I'll take it. Yeah, $10 million a piece. And Marvel Studios right. is like, mm, maybe not. And, uh, no, no, no. Say over there. You're good. But uh but is that the show? Is that it? That is. That is. All right. Well, uh, thank you for listening to the Avengers podcast. Uh, if you want to follow us, we're at Avengers on Twitter. That's A V E N G E Nerds, all one word. If you want to follow either one of us, you can reach me at it's Zenith underscore on Twitter. Where can they reach you, Torn? Uh be Shonen Torn. On Twitter, presumably. Yes. Um, <laughs> we also have a Discord if you'd like to join the conversation there. That and uh, our YouTube and our Twitter and stuff like that will be linked in the show notes or the description if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, but thanks again for listening to the Avengers podcast. We'll see you next week. 